Ramana out of this tube with the device inside as he is trying still trying to shift it uh, a Mavellan comes up behind him puts its little ray gun to the doctor's head and knocks him out the um, the countdown goes down to zero and the commander says well, malfunction the, uh, the woman that we've met before Adela, I think they say her name is finally. Um, says, well, we didn't arm it because it was just a trap to get the doctor out in the open. So they, um, as uh, they are talking about this, Tyson uh, is hiding out and he watches and then he runs off to, um, as they take the doctor and Romana into their ship. <coughs> Davos is directing his Daleks about how he needs to get off Skaro. He's they're vulnerable on the planet, and um, they need to call him a ship so he can get out of there. Uh, they say, "Well," and he wants to all the information on the Dalek battle fleet that's supposed to be engaged in this um, this long war, um, and so they give him the plans of the fleet and where they are and they say well, this was all approved by the supreme dalek and davos scoffs at that it's like and he doesn't like the idea of the supreme daleks as i'm the creator of the daleks and he sets to reviewing their battle plans the Mavellans say that uh, their launch power will be ready in like 32 minutes and they need to reset the nova device one of the Mavellans suggests that to guard against the it being set on automatic and having a Dalek interfere with the countdown that it should be detonated by an individual. So the commander says, excellent idea. You'll be taking care of that. <laughs> so that Mavellan goes out to do that and set it. The doctor awakens and sees Ramana still passed out and the commander, Cheryl, uh, assures the doctor that she will be alright and she starts to waken as well. The doctor, as he gets up, says, Robots battling other robots. And he gets that the Movellans are robots as well and how um, if they're fighting against the Daleks and they're, um, they will lose against the Daleks and the commander says that um, they are logical machines and the doctor says no you will lose to them Davros says how he points out how the Daleks and the Movellans uh, from what he's read in their plans have been in this locked in this war for centuries and not shot fired um, their battle fleets have been at this standoff and so the Daleks says well we you know you can reprogram our battle computer for us and then we can make, beat the Movellans. They can be exterminated. So we learn why the Daleks want Davos. The Doctor and Ramana 
are show, playing a game to illustrate to the Mavellans how their logic is keeping them in a stalemate. And they play rock, paper, scissors. And then the doctor shows, has the Mavellans play, and he shows how they keep coming up logically to the same conclusion in a stalemate. So the doctor plays with the Movellan and he shows that he can he can beat them whenever they play together. So the, the, the this points out to the doctor of why the Daleks want Davros because they want him to reprogram their battle computer. And the Movellan say, well, we're taking you for the same, essentially the same reason. We want you to uh, reprogram our machine so we can beat the Daleks. So the Movellan is sitting on the device outside and he hears rock scrabbling noises and he goes to investigate, sees Tyson lying on the ground um, and comes over to investigate and Tyson is just a decoy. The other slaves come out and surround him and incapacitate the uh, Movellan by pulling a power pack from the belt. Um, that's what has been uh, causing them to like, uh, lose power and uh, collapse. Um, <clears throat> Tyson takes the uh, power pack as a um, as a device they can use a power weapon, I believe. There. Back in the control room, the Daleks and Davros, um, they identify that there are different voices in the Mavellans on their ship. And Davros says, oh, it must be the doctor. And um, we must not let them get away with the doctor because he could probably program their computer so he says they need to uh, destroy the Mavellan ship. The Doctor and the Monarch are again playing rock, paper, scissors. Um, and as they each make their move, they, the Monarch asks a question like, we need to get out of here. Scissors, well, how? And so they have this conversation where they're trying to plot something, which does not work out well. <laughs> She says, well, on my count, move. Follow me when I move. And he does, and there's a Mavellan right behind him and stops him. He says, well, that went well. So the Mavellan, um, Aguila says that the Mavellan crew member who went out to set the device is not um, responding, not not checking in. And so um, the commander sends her to check on him. She comes out and uh, finds the area where the device should be, is looking around, and that Movellan arrives and he pulls, the robot pulls her power pack. And then the other slaves gather around and take that from him. So they, they have both Movellans in their group. So Davros has outfitted several of his Daleks with a girdle of bombs, the same canister bombs the Doctor had been threatening Davros with, and he is sending them out to encircle the Mavellan ship. 
and then he's going to blow it up. So the slaves now have the Tomb of Elans under their control, working with them. The doctor picks a fight with Romana in a ruse to try to lure over and distract one of the Mavellan guards, or Mavellans that are guarding them. Um, but before he can make much of his plan, the slaves come in and attack the Mavellans, pull their power packs, and um, get them all incapacitated. Um, and pull in their power circuits, as I said. Uh, after this little battle inside the ship happens, the doctor shakes Tyson's hand and congratulates him on the job well done. And this is how he counts the bodies on the floor of the. Um, this is, and he asks uh, what news he has of Davros and the Dalek ship. This is a note that they'll be sending a cruiser to come and get Davros, and they mustn't be able to, shouldn't be able to let him escape. Um, so Dr. Counts Spice says, I will go. He says, you know why I'm going to go? Because I'm a very, says, I'm a very dangerous person when I don't know what I'm doing. So he says, he's going to go check out the Dalek situation. So the doctor, because Davros has sent most of his Daleks off to, uh, encircle the ship, he's, uh, seems to be by himself and the doctor works his way into the control room and confronts Davros and Davros tells the doctor how uh, it seems like we are both required in the same capacity to reprogram the war computers and uh, to solve this stalemate. Doctor then tells the the Davros then tells the doctor of his plan, his explosive plan uh, with Daleks uh, surrounding the ship and he just has to press this little button and you know well the doctor says well what's here to stop me from disabling the button as he crouches in front of Davros and um, he's nothing so the doctor reaches out to try and there's a Dalek that's come up behind him the Daleks have um, nearly reached the Mavellan ship Tyson and Lamana realize that they can't find Commander Cheryl. So she remembers, oh, the Nova device, and she runs out um, to go looking for him. Tyson sees the Daleks. Um, there's a warning message on the screen. He reads that the Daleks are coming, and they must fight. They must prepare to fight them. So um, Cheryl is on the ground crawling towards the device to try to activate it. The Daleks uh, come to the ship. The slaves rush out and try to fight. Slaves are being exterminated. Cheryl's trying to get to the device. Ramana runs up over a top of a, a ridge and comes down and stops Cheryl, takes, the, takes his power pack out. Uh, his arm falls off as he's reaching for the device, and she picks up the device and walks and goes off with it. Davros is planning to take the doctor with him on the ship to prevent the doctor from uh, helping the Movellans. The doctor is 
takes his hat out of his pockets and is trying it on, playing with it, and as Davros is talking about this, and Doctor says something about, oh, how the, um, the, he does, you know, doesn't think the Daleks will be very happy to see him. Um, and then he takes his hat, puts it over the eye stock of the Dalek that's been guarding him there with Davros, and the Dalek malfunction, um, visual malfunction, visual malfunction, and starts circling around and can't get the hat off of his eye stock and is blinded. Davros is trying to tell him, go right, go left, go turn around this way, and um, shoot this direction, and uh, he ends up shooting near, near Davros, and he yells at the Dalek, and then the Dalek gets confused, and the doctor pushes it out of the domain control area, it gets confused and explodes. Doctor is concerned that he's the boy's hat. So Doctor comes up to Davos and grabs the, the trigger and explodes the bombs, explodes the Daleks all wearing the bombs, and uh, captures Davos and takes him to the Movellan ship. Davos has been encased in not only his chair, but in uh, layers of clear plastic in a container. And um, Tyson says how an Earth ship, a secure Earth ship, has been deployed to um, collect him. And Davos says, well, there's, the ship can't hold me. He says, and the doctor says, oh, and this is a cryogenic chamber, so you'll be frozen too. So the Doctor and Amana run to the TARDIS. The Movellan um, ship begins to take off. The Doctor and Amana get uh, run across the the rocky plains, the rocky area. Says, "Come on, we've got some digging to do." So they um, get the rocks out of the way of the TARDIS doors, enter, and then leave. And the end. So what do you think? Uh, um, uh, pretty good. Uh, we, um, you know, we learned the uh, how alike the Movellans and the Daleks are. Mm-hmm. Essentially, um, they say they say to the Doctor how they're 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 logic machines or something like that and he says oh my condolences <laughs> <laughs> they work on perfect logic they work so perfect okay. logic yeah something about the logic being perfect I think and he says oh my condolences to you um, I don't know that I cared for the use of rock paper scissors as an example of logic yeah I, I know what they were trying to go for which is that they would be evenly matched. Uh-huh. Neither able to sort of outsmart the other because that requires intuition. Mm-hmm. But I'm not convinced rock, paper, scissors is the best example of that. Yeah. Especially from a programming point of view. Um, 
besides, you know, rock, paper, scissors, lizard, Spock, is there a better example, better way they could have proven that visually in the episode? Yeah, I don't know. That's uh, that's the tough thing, I think. If if I had to pick something, I would probably fall back on the war games example, which is tic tac toe. Yeah. But I'm not sure that's the best example either. Yeah. It's just a, another a different, um, highly recognizable visual game. Um, right. It's just there's show. no logic involved in it. Is my yeah. problem. Yeah. Two players pick a random thing out of three out of a group of three compare them and use an arbitrary um, hierarchy to determine mm-hmm. who wins there's no logic involved in that yeah I did find it um, something I didn't know that the way that they describe who what wins over what is a bit different from from ours. Our mm-hmm. discourse is um, paper covers. Yeah, paper rock. covers rock. They were saying paper wraps. Paper, rock. yeah, paper wraps rock, wraps stone. Yeah, yeah. Um, stone scissors cut paper. That's the same. Yeah. Um, stone blunts scissors. Yep. I think is what they said. Mm-hmm. We just say rock breaks scissors. Yep. So they have the one in common. It cuts paper. <laughs> and they don't have the lizard spock. It's lacking. Um, but I, I, th- I think it's an interesting parallel that the Movellans want the doctor to help with this and the Daleks want Davros to help with this. And then... Doctor realizes that about Davros, and Davros realizes it about the Doctor. It's about the same kind of similar time, mm-hmm. um, and they know that they're. Um, the Doctor at least admits them that he and Davros, computer programming wise, are are similarly matched. Mm-hmm. sort of like the two races yeah so. um, there were some lighthearted parts like when the doctor and Ramana are still playing doing paper scissors and trying to mask their conversation about trying to escape by, by playing um, at one point I didn't mention it but they're playing more and the doctor puts out oh his hand for paper and he's got a jelly baby on, on his, in his palm and <laughs> she goes um, what's it, paper wrapped stone or something she says and says she goes jelly baby goes doctor catches robot <laughs> <laughs> and that's previous to them uh, picking the fight and he says something about how dare you say that to me jelly baby and um that's how he gets them to come over and is, you know, probably plans to grab the power pack and yeah. get to help them to escape when the slaves come in and there's a whole little battle inside the ship there, like I said. 
And I think I misunderstood when Davos was sending his Daleks around the ship. I think he he fitted them with the the bombs mm-hmm. for them to place around the ship. Um, because I think he was surprised that the Doctor, instead of disabling the bombs, detonated the bombs while they were attached to the Daleks. I think that they were supposed to sacrifice the Daleks because... Yes, that's what Davros I thought. makes some comment about sacrificing. Yeah, okay. I didn't miss hear it then. No. But he, it just seems, oh, maybe it's just, you know, that, uh, maybe it's that um, unexpected quality, <laughs> the, the non-logical step hmm. that Davros is going to think that the doctor is going to want to disarm the bombs. Um but instead, he does the unexpected and detonates it and kills the Daleks, which he is going to kill anyway. Davros was going to have them sacrifice themselves anyway, but I guess he didn't expect the Doctor to do it. So well, and it was a sacrifice for no gain because right. they weren't in position. Right, so that's what would have not made Davros happy because uh, he did have a purpose in sacrificing them, and the Doctor mm-hmm. took that away. Yes. Again, there's, a, there's that dark side to the Doctor that he chose to detonate the bombs on the Daleks and, um, and destroy them and then capture Davos. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't have a whole lot to ask tonight. Um, Tyson sure was a, um, a force to... Uh, Gather the slaves and into a little a little army of his own. Yeah, to fight the Daleks. He and really uh, took the lead on took charge. Everything. Doctor um, congratulates him. I thought that was a nice little touch. Mm-hmm. Congratulates, job well done. And what about Davros? And I, that was a funny thing where he says, one, two, three, four. You know why I'm going to go? Because I'm a dangerous person. <laughs> When I don't know what I'm doing. So if like he was to stay there, he would be dangerous because he wouldn't know what to do with himself. He he has to go and be the one to, to go check on Davos. I, that's how I took what his, his what he said was. Well, I took it that he was going alone because he didn't want anybody with him because he's dangerous when he doesn't oh. know what he's going to do. Oh, okay. That, that probably makes more sense. I, either way. It yeah, either way. I, I hadn't thought of it your way, but... It does make a certain sort of sense. <laughs> Again, that uncertainty factor that... Uh, this is probably the most Daleks we've seen in a scene all at once. They had like seven of them in the scene where Davros is sending them off to explode the Mavellan ship. Oh yeah, when he strapped the bombs on them and everything. Yeah. Unfortunately, two of them in the back were empty. <laughs> and one of them which was not loaded with bombs was also not a Dalek prop. It was a Dalek mock-up that was being wiggled by a stagehand to make it look like it was, let's say, alive. And it looked terrible. It just stood over in the corner sort of jiggling. About as bad as Davros jiggling back yeah, and forth as, as he moved himself down the hallway. But then they kind of got closer to it than they should have. 
That's and you can see mistake. that the paint job is just terrible. Mm -hmm. It's not a real Dalek. The plunger is just sort of jammed into the casing. The stick for the plunger comes through the plunger and it's sort of sticking out of the cup. <laughs> oh, it's awful. Oh, that's ridiculous. I missed that. to make them really scary when they do stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> make exactly. them really crappy. Well, they are one of the the villains we love to hate and love to make fun of. Well, the problem is they could make them so much better, but they choose not to. They choose to not give them the time and energy that they need. And it just costs them. Do you think they were better in black and white? Like maybe you couldn't really tell quite so so much? Probably. The, the paint jobs or the... Well, and they rebuilt them every time, pretty much. Those first bunch of episodes. Mm -hmm. They'd change the skirting or they'd change the, um, the domes on them. Right. They just sort of improve them each time. Now they've been around for so long, they don't bother. They just reuse the old props and paint them. And yeah. They get beat up on site. They don't have the money now to paint them up again to make them look good for the studio mm -hmm. work. Yeah, because these were all from, weren't they all from Genesis of the Daleks? Well, they were painted Most for Genesis. Mm-hmm. Genesis sort of gathered together all the remaining bits they could find mm. to build a couple useful Daleks out of them. Right. And then they had the remains from Genesis on display in some exhibit or something. They had to get them back for the right. studio work. Probably Blackpool. Because there was an exhibit in Blackpool around this time for ages. Oh. May I don't know. It may still be there for all I know. I thought it was a, a good uh, explanation of the Movellans ulterior motives. Mm. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, not a bad wrap-up of everything. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Considering the whole episode, the whole story itself was not the greatest. Um, certainly not the best Dalek story right. we've had. So, um, considering some the slow points we had in a couple of the first two episodes and the shortness of the first two, um, this one seemed to have a bit more happening in it. Mm. It's just things that they need to do to wrap up. <clears throat> I don't think there was too many bits that I thought didn't need to uh, be included. Not too much filler. Not as much, not like some of the other parts that we've seen. Right. So. Um, at the end, when the 
when they're clearing off in front of the TARDIS and the doctor says something about how um, eventually they, oh, whoever would have, the stalemate would have gone on even with their help reprogramming the computers because um, essentially whoever was brave enough to turn off their computer would probably win. Yeah. And says, you know, and so Romana says, you make mistakes and confuse your enemy. Is that how you win all the time? <laughs> and then he proceeds to, like, hit the wrong switch while they're inside to dematerialize or something like that. And says, oh, wrong one. Mistake. I did think the hitting the wrong switch for materialization was, like, was, ah. But uh, I like just says, make mistakes and confuse me. Is that how you win? <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Again, another funny from Romana. It's sort of a precursor for what's going to come, I think, between the two of them. Hmm. Where they play so well off of each other. Yeah. You get a little bit of that here, obviously, with the uh, rock, paper, scissors scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They yeah. certainly do have a, a more of a comfort level and mm-hmm. more of a respect for um, knowledge and experience that they both have. Whereas we had more of a, you know, kind of a more animosity at the beginning with um, the, the start of the heated time with mm. the, the first Romana. Yeah. I can say that now. Um, when she first joins him and uh, then her working through her lack of experience and trusting nature which falls by the wayside pretty quickly and then you know she's had more experiences and then the last experience probably was maybe the most telling to to get her to kind of more of where she is now with the doctor Mm. we went through the whole um ordeal of the the last season with the key to time arcing story and uh, yeah just moving on to not having a mission maybe is uh, giving her a bit more playfulness they're still in a situation but they're not this over um, overriding idea that they have something to accomplish right. of their own so maybe that's a little pressured off could be Else? I don't think so. I just wanted to talk about those crummy <laughs> casings. Yeah. There weren't any just plain cutouts, though, were there? That's true. Like, um, I think it was this, the first, second one. I think it was the second um, Dalek one that the first Doctor. Had to have more Daleks than they had in the first right. ever Dalek episode. I just so don't remember for sure which episode it was now. Yeah. I think it was Dalek Invasion of Earth. When they're on the Dalek ship. Could have been. They had to have more Daleks, so they had some cut up. Well, it could have been the first one. I don't think so. I think it was I'm a later to one. I remember, was it when the Thals were attacking? The Dalek city, 
in that attack. And we had some just when we stand in there. Yeah, I can't remember. Or whether it was when they were inside the Dalek's ship when they were an invasion of Earth. I don't know. I don't have that notebook right now. I couldn't check back. That's been a long time ago. It has been a while. Probably over, over 350 episodes probably of our show. But yeah, that that was that's pretty bad. So worth mentioning. Poking fun at. <laughs> that's what we're here for. <laughs> so next, do we want to do an overall? Oh right, sorry. I guess we have an overall. I if I had some overall comments already. Do What do you have about it? I thought it was okay. I think they could have done some things a little better, but there wasn't the slow episode like we usually have, which mm -mm. was nice. They sort of spread it out over the, over the entire episode instead of all in one, I think. Um, I don't know that I care for the Mavellan. I don't know that we needed yet another robot race. No. Or android race. True. They're very, like I said, very disco-y and very pretty. Yes, almost oddly so. Yeah, the the the, lead, the commander Cheryl, he um. His facial structure was very, um, angular in a way that made me think of when I saw his profile, of um. Egyptian depictions, mm, mm -hmm. Egyptian yep. king. He looked very much like like Akhenaten, um, a kind of a not a broad nose, but a kind of a sharp nose. But his forehead sloped back a little bit, like they show in the Egyptian carvings. He and he also had eyeliner on and some lip gloss. Yeah, um, very pretty shade too. But um, he was a little made up to look that way. But um, he very. Um, pretty face you know mm -hmm. even probably without the makeup he said the delicacy to his features and they all had the the kind of eyeliner and, and uh, glossy color lips like um, all together and then they had the bright pink ray gun like I said and then the stark white and silver and their little beaded uh, like um, braided little mop wigs but much better than the uh, frayed macrame of the power of cruel uh, people. <laughs> yeah, but so, not by much. Yeah, so I think their look was really nice and very. As robot as a robot race, they're very very different from the Daleks, which was kind of nice. Mm -hmm. And I think they were um, quite different uh, from the Cybermen as well. Oh, certainly. So, um, it was. Like, yeah, I agree that we don't need another android robot um, character race to, mm -hmm. to deal with in, in the universe of Doctor Who. But because they had one, you know, they they did make them different from the other two that we know. And uh, in an, a fairly interesting way. Was it needed that they be robots, I guess? But yeah. Either way, it kind of was because of the stalemate. 
But, um, yeah, but yeah, visually like, I thought they looked interesting. And I kind of got the feeling Terrence Sticks was just trying to create another race so that he could have the trademark on it. Oh, yeah. I don't know. But he had the Autons. I've seen the Autons a couple times. Were, were, I believe that was uh, Robert Holmes. Oh, oh, okay. So that wouldn't have been a character that he had tried to create before that we've seen just a couple times in this series because they, they come back. So. Yeah, cause, well, because they were originally in Spearhead. Right. And that was Robert Holmes. That was Robert Holmes. Okay. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, I think so. Alright. Join us tomorrow when we start a new story. One of my personal favorites. The City of Death. Mm-hmm. Or rather, City of Death. I don't think there's a the. I don't know. Pretty sure there's yeah. not. It's probably is just City of yeah. Death. Anyway, that's what we will be talking about tomorrow, so join us then, and thank you for listening. <laughs>